Welcome to Marketing Tips for Translators, a podcast with marketing and business tips and strategy specifically for freelance translators and interpreters. I'm your host, Tess Witte, a longtime freelance translator with an education and professional background in marketing. Tune in to hear tips from my own experience or from other translators and industry experts. Hello and welcome to Marketing Tips for Translators. I'm your host, Tess Witte, a translator and a marketing trainer for translators. This is the sixth and last episode in this season of Ask Me Anything, where you can ask questions and I answer them. I do these every once in a while and I love your questions, so thank you to all of you who have submitted your questions. I ask for them through my newsletter, email newsletter. If you have any other questions you would like answered, please reach out to me on my email or in the comments in the show notes. Today, I will be talking about marketing our translation services on social media. Roger asked the following question. Have you any advice on how to best use Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter to make myself visible to clients? Often, there is a list of names in connection with a large firm, for example, a publishing house, but they don't always include the people I may have received a response from when I have sent an email offering my skills. This is a great question, Roger. Before I start answering, I will um, just give a brief thank you and shout out to one of the listeners who left a review, Sarah Cutts. She says, excellent podcast, lots of really useful tips and interesting interviews, very inspiring. Thank you, Sarah, for taking time to leave a review. If you, dear listener, also want to leave a review and haven't done so, you can do so by going to Apple Podcast or, and I also have a video on how to do it or your favorite podcast listening app. Now over to answer Roger's question. I do uh, this one of my favorite topics, uh, inbound marketing or how to use social media to attract clients to you. And I have both a course and a workshop on how to market yourself online using your website and social media. And you can read more about these courses at my website, marketingtipsfortranslators.com and courses. But here are some answers to you, your specific questions, Roger about social media, and I will divide them up into different platforms. But first, some general tips. Social media is a great tool to attract clients to your platform online and to your services. The most important ones I have found are LinkedIn and Twitter, but it depends on where your target clients hang out and what tools they use. So look at which social media tools your ideal clients are using and focus on one of these. So here are some general tips first. You should have a LinkedIn account with a complete profile and professional image, a summary, your experience, and some testimonials. There you can share content relevant to target clients, and you can also be a member of relevant target clients groups on LinkedIn and participate in discussion, answer questions, and see who else are active in that group if it's an active group. 
Twitter, you can use, uh, you should then, if you use Twitter, have an account that is current and managed, sharing relevant info for target clients and following target clients. Now, Twitter can do serve a lot of functions, but if you're trying to find clients there, focus on connecting with and communicating with clients. You can use Twitter to demonstrate your knowledge of industry trends and use. and and news but no matter what social media network it is you can add past and present clients to your networks don't be afraid to do this it's always good to have them in a network and it can lead to more contacts on social media try to use tools to monitor and manage the social media i use hootsuite for example and google analytics to monitor and there are other tools too it can be like i said other social media than the ones uh, i mentioned the most linkedin and twitter it just depends on where your target clients hang out but now just some general tips on linkedin why should you use linkedin over 575 million professionals are using linkedin and it's for business to business marketing the other social media tools can be more focused on business to consumer. It depends. LinkedIn is a great way to get direct contact with decision makers in our market. It's a great tool to establish authority in our niche. You can use social selling, which means that you don't have to chase clients down. If you use LinkedIn actively, they can find you on it. And it's a great tool for networking. So there's a lot of information on how to create a good LinkedIn profile. So, but basically it is that it should have a professional photo, not of your logo. It should be a headshot. You can use the, the background as a custom background to market your services and have a relevant image there. The profile headline is really, really important because that is the only thing that will show when people look for you or when you show up in search results. So focus your headline on your ideal job and clients. Then you can have a a well-written and developed about section. Focus on the value and benefits you provide to your ideal clients. Most of all, there are lots of good examples and I share a lot of them too. Then have a well-constructed list of professional experience and a well-developed skills and endorsements. LinkedIn is a great, great tool to both give recommendations to customers and ask for them in return. You can also ask from peers and colleagues and give them in return. You can also use LinkedIn to get involved in select LinkedIn groups where your target clients hang out. Another feature function on LinkedIn is that you can highlight different projects where you can link to different pages on your website or published projects that you have done. Now, the second most important tool is the LinkedIn search function in LinkedIn, where you can do a search for your target clients and you can save the search and you can see who shows up. So for example, you can click, there's only a search bar, but once you type something into that search bar, 
for example, localization companies or something like that, you will get results and then you can tweak the search results and pick only companies instead of people. You can pick a certain geographic area, which I recommend. You can pick a certain industry. You can pick uh, the size of the, how many employees the companies has. And if it's second degree or first degree or third degree uh, connection, I usually choose second degree because then we have some common contacts that can, that I can use when I reach out to them or something. When you do use LinkedIn, you can do it a lot by doing an outreach campaign too. It's really important on LinkedIn to be active and post and share stuff that is relevant to your uh, ideal clients because that makes the LinkedIn algorithm work in your favor and your target clients see you more. And then it's not so awkward if you reach out directly to them because they might recognize you already. So if your goal is to connect with people in your niche, you can also start by doing a search for your industry keyword on LinkedIn. Once you have a list of people, you can get in the habit of connecting with, for example, five of them per day. But remember to personalize your connection message. Write what you have in common and be specific of why you want to connect. And remember when you do this, not to try to sell or ask for um, to be considered for their for any jobs directly, begin by being a valuable resource, helping or simply sharing a commonality. So for you, Roger, I would do a search for the specific name of each platform and try to connect with them there. So and when I say each platform, so the name of the industry and see who are on LinkedIn for that company. Even if it's not the one that you reached out to, you can do do a search for them or try to connect with similar ones or connect with somebody and ask who the correct person is or how to get in touch with them. Facebook might be more personal, uh, but this works for LinkedIn and Twitter. Now, you also asked about Facebook. I am not that active on client targeted content on Facebook, but I will give you the information I have. So somebody says that the a freelance translator's first and easiest step to creating an on- online visibility is to set up a business page on Facebook. There are a number of reasons for this. Facebook is free. It gives you a huge opportunity to reach a lot of people. Search engines index Facebook pages. Therefore, people can find your translation services through Google search results. And you can build a custom page and implement additional features to stand out from the crowd. And the most important part of a business Facebook business page is the about section. This will help you tell the world who you are and what services you offer. And you can indicate in category, general section, that you are a translator. And make sure your name and username are the same. This is very important for marketing and SEO purposes. This means that the link name and the page name will be the same. In the story section, the main menu from the left, about and story, you can add more details about your business, explain how your services can help your clients 
and what problems you can solve for them. And then you can start growing your community. Once your Facebook page is set up, you can follow the steps that I mentioned you, and then you can start building your community. So here are some strategies that have helped people that are successful on Facebook with a Facebook page, which is not me and I will explain that. You can publish different posts on your timeline, links to articles related to your company or industry, inspirational quotes, funny memes, questions, call to actions. You can always tag people or companies that you mention in your posts and you can use hashtags. They will attract a new audience. You can join groups on Facebook too where your target audience is active and you can engage with people by leaving comments and publish stories. Now, this is the caveat. I don't use Facebook for my translation business and pages are hard these days if you're not using ads because of the algorithm. The things posted on it uh, don't usually show up very much unless you tag or use hashtags and stuff. But it might be worth a try since there are people that have been successful promoting their services on Facebook, especially locally and especially if your target audience are individuals more, more than companies. So that was my take on it. The tips were from people that I know have been successful and general tips. Uh, I had a, a page for my business on Facebook, but... Um, I just attracted too much spam, so I closed it down. Now a little bit about Twitter. Twitter can be a great tool. It's a gigantic online networking platform. So like a, a social networking party. Think of it like that. So about your Twitter profile, use your real name and don't use underscore. Your real name may not be available, but try to get as close as possible. This is business, so that's why uh, a real name is better. Because using made-up made names makes it more difficult to tie your Twitter profile to your LinkedIn or your website, etc. Then also use a real picture, especially if it's a real name. So not a logo, but a real name. So these advice go for all the platforms. And if you want to get extra points, use the same photo and name and stuff on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. So it's easier to remember you that way. And you can change your photo, of course, but then change it on all the pl platforms. Then your Twitter bio should be treated like, like SEO, search engine optimization copy. So include a URL or a link to your website. Even if you don't have a blog or website, link to a more complete bio somewhere else or profile somewhere else. Then you can consider using a custom background. Don't uh, forget about this real estate where you can create one in Canva with your 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 link or your a testimonial or something related and to your services. And of course, don't protect your updates. Uh, if you are trying to market on LinkedIn, everything should be open. If you don't want people to see your tweets, maybe you should uh, not tweet those if you are trying to use tweet, Twitter for business. Then remember that to take it slow. Certain Twitter's following and followers ratio make it seem like they're using Twitter inappropriately. 
if you're following 2,000 people and have 57 following you back, it looks like you're randomly following as many as you can, hoping for followbacks. That's essentially follower spam, and it calls your motives into question. So you'll get fewer followers, not more, with that approach. So instead, treat Twitter as professionally as you can too, and follow those that you would like to follow, but make sure that you everything is relevant so people want to follow you back. So here is a tip on how to find or do market research on Twitter. You can create a private list on Twitter that you can call prospects. Then you can search for relevant keywords for your services. So software localization or legal translations, and then maybe even a language. And then find tweets where, folk, where people are talking about these services and then add each people that talk about these specific keywords to the prospect Twitter list. Then you can create a column in Hootsuite or some other Twitter client and populate that column with the prospect list tweets. And you can filter the column so you can see only tweets that have links. Then create a spreadsheet to track all of the links you find and note when multiple people share content from the same website. After a while, you will have a solid list of online destinations your target clients frequent. This shows where to make comments on existing content or where to contribute your own content. So that was just a little hack that you can use. I am focusing mostly on LinkedIn and not so much on Twitter, so I haven't done this recently, but this is just a hack that I learned a few years ago. So I hope these tips help. If you want to find more specific step-by-step instructions and more examples and get feedback, uh, check out one of my courses and workshops on online marketing. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found some valuable information here. I would love to hear from you. You can comment in the show notes at marketingtipsfortranslators.com. If you like the episode, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app or on marketingtipsfortranslators.com. You can leave me a review. You can share the episode with anyone else and save it. And thank you so much for listening. Any feedback is always welcome. These are short, shorter episodes because they are not containing any reviews. I hope I was able to answer some of your questions and don't hesitate to ask any other questions you may have. Have a great week and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Marketing Tips for Translators. I hope you found some good tips to apply to your freelance career. If you did, a great way to show this is by leaving a review on your favorite podcast listening app or to share the episode with other colleagues. Do you have a topic, question, or a guest you would like to hear about here? Send me an email to podcast at marketingtipsfortranslators.com.